What's up, world? We are excited to announce our summer community drive. We are giving back pencils, paper, binders, folders, and sanitizers for teachers in our community. If you want to help us out, subscribe to our Patreon. All the money raised on our Patreon goes to our community drives, and you get a bonus positive news episode every week. We appreciate all of you for listening to us. Now let's go to the positive news. What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the positive truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding the communities everywhere. I'm JP, that's Tim. We appreciate everyone for tuning in. We have a couple positive news stories about people improving their community and their world for the better. Before we get to that, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate and review. Helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity to the world. Five star reviews only, please. We also have an Instagram and a Facebook where you can see Tim's pretty face and we post all these positive news stories and more. Tim, what do you got? Man, I'm really excited to talk about this first story. I'm gonna talk about a woman by the name of Sophia and she's from Uganda. And a few years ago, she found herself in a very, very desperate situation. Her husband just passed and she, things were not easy at home. She didn't have an income to pay her bills. She had children at home and she just had no idea what to do. She had no friends, no family to help. So she found herself just really, really depressed. As time goes on, she ended up meeting some people that were encouraging her to do very negative things like get involved with prostitution to help pay her bills. She was at the point where she couldn't feed her kids. So she said, you know what, I'm going to do it. And while she was doing it, she got into more depression. So what ended up happening was one day when she was out working, a woman came up to her and said, hey, I just want to help you. Sophia being the woman that she was, was very, very concerned and was questioning everything this woman was saying to her. But she decided the very next day, I'm going to see what this woman is talking about. So when Sophia woke up the next day, she went to this session that was called Strong Minds. Now, Strong Minds is a counseling group for women in her community that she's never heard about. And what Strong Minds is, they don't offer food, they don't offer medication, they offer counseling, and that is it. So Sophia sat down for the first time, not knowing what was going on, and in Strong Minds, what they do is you sit down and everybody builds trust before talking about their story. Sophia went from being depressed and alone, confused on how she was gonna feed her children, so now she's in this counseling group called Strong Minds. They're listening to each other. They're becoming friends. And within a few months, Sophia became comfortable enough to tell her story to her counseling group. And within time, it's a 12-week program. And within 12 weeks, Sophia went from being a patient to now a counselor for Strong Minds. See, in Strong Minds, what they do is they help everyone out they possibly can help because they understand that everybody's mental health is very important. And whenever they find strong patients like Sophia, they recommend them into another group for strong minds, which turns them into counselors. So Sophia, a few years ago, went from being somebody that needed help to now she's somebody that's helping out in her own community. So, for example, she met a woman by the name of Grace recently. And Grace was going through a similar situation. Her child got sick. Her husband left. She was alone, didn't know how she was going to feed her children. And she became very, very depressed and suicidal. Sophia met Grace, invited her to Strong Minds, 
And now Grace is a counselor helping out other people in her community. And she said it wouldn't be, she couldn't do any of this if it wasn't for Sophia. So to me, Sophia is a huge inspiration. She went from somebody that needed help to now somebody that is giving help in our community and inspiring others like Grace to help other people in their community, man. This is one of those inspirational stories that I loved and it's all the way in Uganda, way, way far away from us in Oklahoma City. So I'm more interested in the strong minds. How do they give people the trainings as well to where they can counsel and help others? So during this 12-week program, they're doing everything they possibly can to counsel each other. They're small group sessions. And the lead counselor said whenever they see patients that are very, very strong will and that are able to figure out their problems pretty quickly, they put them in another 12-week program that turns them into counselors, that gives them the proper training to, to become counselors. And what they do when they become counselors, they knock on door to door and asking people about their mental health. That's how they ended up finding people that do need help. That is awesome. Are they everywhere or is this a Uganda thing? This is a small Uganda thing that started off very, very small. And it's definitely making its way around the world, but definitely it started off in Uganda, man. It's pretty cool, right? Absolutely. They're so concerned about mental health, they're gonna change it themselves. And they're walking around door to door, making sure it's gonna happen. Absolutely, man. I think it's awesome because it's woman ran and there's not a lot of organizations like this, especially in countries like Uganda that are woman ran. I mean, on top of that, I know you've been a coach. It's whenever you caught, you taught cross country, you would always do the running with them. Cause it's like, hey, I'm not just some dude that hasn't been here before. I know what it takes and I'm willing to do it with you to get there. Sometimes when you've walked the walk, like Sophia did, it leads to more change because people believe in you. They see what you've been through. Absolutely. So yeah, that's an awesome, awesome story. Shout out to Strong Minds doing awesome things. Before we get to my story, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. So Tim, what are you grateful for today? Man, I'm beyond grateful for these online museums. I was looking for positive news stories for today's episode and I found this museum that this guy made for his pet gerbils. <laughs> it's hilarious, man. So for me, I've seen a bunch of different museums that have posted their stuff online, but this pet gerbil museum was the funniest thing for me and it just made my day. So I'm definitely grateful for online museums right now. Um, this is where I come in and I say my fun fact that there's more museums in the United States of America than there are fast food restaurants. <laughs> Captain Statistics. So yeah, go check out a museum. I am grateful for H2O, clean H2O. I think it's a blessing, really is a blessing. This was something that a hundred years ago was not guaranteed and most people around the world still have it. And there are some people that don't still, which need to, we need to work to fix. So shout out, shout out to clean water, having it all the time. Super awesome. Absolutely. My positive news story, or people changing, improving their community for the better. It comes from India. It's about a group of 35 men who built a forest. So they're all in their mid fifties. And whenever they were young, they went to Albano Students Union at their local university. I cannot pronounce the university, I apologize. <laughs> but a student organization there 
led to fight out a piece of separate territory in the Osman state of the country of India. Because the Bodos are ethnic, they're an ethnic group there that had their land taken away and they were being discriminated against. So the student group, all these 35 men joined, and in the late 80s when they graduated, they actually got a piece of land for this ethnic group. They were all that same ethnicity, they were super proud of it, and then after college, they went on with their lives. So for, from 1989 to 2005, they went out, they did small jobs, and they made a living for their families. In 2005, that small piece of land that they fought for in college was decimated in a flood. And when I say decimated, I mean decimated. It was completely barren. It happened, the flood happened in 2000, and by 2005, there was just nothing there. So whenever these floods happen, it eroded the topsoil, exposed hard rocks beneath the earth, and it was just too hard to make the land suitable for plantation. So one of these 35 men was like, hey, did you hear what happened? We should do something about it. Now, it, this land was being protected by the Indian government. And like, you can't really be here, but I will pay you and your friends to clean up this area for a dollar a day. Literally, a dollar a day. Like per person or just a split? Per person. Okay, that's still terrible, but okay. So they so they started, we're like, all right, we really care about, care about this. So we'll work eight, nine hours per day. They would walk eight kilometers to reach the forest day, every day, and they would work. And they were like, this is only going to happen for five years. So they did this for five years. They removed the rocks, they turned the soil, and they started planting trees every day for five years. Then after five years, they're like, yeah, we're not going to pay you anymore, but you've done a lot of good work. So for the next 15 years, they went to work odd jobs. Then they would get off, spend time with their family, and each one of them every day would go up there. And they would rotate the days. There was 35 of them, five people a day up there working on the forest, working on the forest, planted trees, made like cleaned up the river, got a river going through it, built a canal. And it went from being barren to now, 15 years later, it's a completely, it's a forest. They have everything from elephants to snakes, birds, tigers, and the whole project now has tourists coming through because it's such a beautiful place. All because of 35 men who went in there and were like, we worked for this. This is our native people's land. We don't want to see it destroyed. We're willing to do what it takes to rebuild this forest for generations to come. I think it's an awesome story. I wanted to talk about it on here. Dude, I love that story, JP. I'm sorry for like cutting you off so fast, but th this story reminds me about like life is all about perspectives. To me, whenever you said a dollar a day, they got paid a dollar a day to do this. I said terrible, right? It was terrible. A dollar a day to do so, that much work and you're working eight to nine hours a day and you gotta walk five miles to get there? Come on, man. For them though, not only did they do that for five years getting paid a dollar a day, they did it for another 15 doing it for free because that's what they believed in. That's what I'm talking about. That's a positive news story right there, JP, man. I'm loving it. Absolutely. And now, again, tourists come to look at that, that hard work. 
And so they really have spread, I guess, just a cleaner, more positive environment. Facts, man. For generations. They Dude, actually, people have been... They put a sign out talking about their hard work. So hopefully it inspires people to keep up with the forest and to do something in their own community. I hope so too, man. I, people like that definitely need to be talked about and stories like this have to be talked about. People have been planting trees for years. I know we've been covering it for the last few years, but this is an amazing story. And I hope a lot of people hear this story and see this on our Facebook page at the Positive Truth Podcast. Hey, yes, sir. Before we get out of here, do you have a quote, quote, Tim? Absolutely. A strong mind always hopes and always causes to hope. Thomas Carlyle. Nice. Hopes by Tim. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back on Wednesday with six positive news stories. Till then, we're out. Stay positive. <laughs>